I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. Uh, I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm the voice that makes you moist, baby. Marcus. Wow, you, you threw some English on it that time. There was some, I did. There was some Just wax on that one. One slid, you know slid right into my ears. <laughs> it stayed there you for a while. around in there. Yeah, it stayed mm-hmm. for a while. Swam around like a, like a like a pan full of butter. And then it just hey, that's that's how I do exactly. Marcus, pan full of butter. We are. And I did um, the art for this podcast. Yes. I'm wow. Just do it now. <laughs> just mention it at the top. There we go. I can't forget it now. Um, we are back from uh, the hurricane. We all evacuated. We left. Everybody um, just took, took took up stakes and uh, fled yeah. uh, westward from the storm. I and tried to podcast in the middle of the hurricane, but it didn't work out very well. Man, I was out there. I, I scared the hurricane off with my <laughs> lush voice. What, were you shirtless? Obviously. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a professional here. Were you bottomless? <laughs> So we'll save that for uh, if we ever get a Patreon. For the bonus feed, yes. <laughs> um, no, no, see, that's if a Category 6 hurricane shows up, Marcus will take his, take his pants off. What if yeah. we set up a Patreon, but it's just Marcus nudes? <laughs> like we There's don't, a market for that. Uh, we don't do more podcasts, we just do more Marcus. Yes. Mm. Oops, just Marcus. <laughs> I'm picturing Marcus in the in the position of the copper tone girl, like a, a, a dog oh. pulling his pants down, and he's like yeah. covering his mouth, looking behind himself, like ooh uh, me. Yeah, but since it's Marcus, it's like a, a comically huge dog. <laughs> it's like it's like a fucking Great Dane. Yeah, like Clifford Why? the big red dog is trying to pull down Marcus's oh, pants. Why Clifford? I trust you. Yeah, and he's like fifty feet tall. Yeah, it would it would need Ugh. to be a dog of that size to get to Marcus's ass. Um. Anyways, what are we doing this podcast? Talk about socialism. Politics, I think. Socialism. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that that is the the future we hope for everybody in the in the socialist utopia. Marcus's news will be available for everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, we're new. Everyone gets Marcus news for free every month in your mailbox. Oh, oh god! At least look, give me a dollar. Several. <laughs> well, the, the dream is Marcus. Everyone has their needs met by by the state, so you wouldn't need to get paid for yeah. them. You would just provide them for free. Exactly, uh, Marcus. I see. So we're demanding that you choose to give your news away for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way socialism works, honestly. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Will you will you bow to the people's request, Marcus? Will you pose for the news? I mean, I don't think anyone wants my news. Marcus, so. will you give us your news and bathwater? <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants it, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Man, bathwater, that was a good market for like a week there. I yeah. mean, for 30 bucks a pot? Yeah, it, it went down the drain very quickly. <laughs> wow. And yes, I took a pause for that incredible joke. Oh yes. The well, funny part to me is that actually, what's her name, Bella Delphine or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she was behind the game on that front. Really? Uh, really? Because I remember a picture that had been on like I don't know 4chan like ten years ago of this like Nazi girl who would uh, put her feet in milk and sell that to people. Um, like Nazis would buy the, the the feet milk to drink. Wow. Uh, I think Bella, Bella Delphine just, re, just rediscovered that lost art. Yeah, and did the non-Nazi version, I guess. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure that was just regular-ass water. I mean, yeah, well, I mean how are they going to verify that she was in it? 
I mean, come on. Yeah, it'd also be kind of a hazard if she actually sit in bathwater. <laughs> oh wait, you didn't you didn't hear about the plan to verify? No, what was the plan to verify? There was a guy who was like, I work at a fucking genetics laboratory, and I'm going to take this water into work, and I'm going to test it to see if there's any female DNA in here. <laughs> and let me go ahead and tell you, buddy. First of all, you already paid for it. Second of all, there's no money back guarantee. Third of all, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, no, dude. He was like, we're going to have a class action lawsuit. There's no female DNA in here. <laughs> wow. wow. I was like, good luck taking that to the fucking judge. Yeah, have fun with that one, buddy. <laughs> it's a... Uh, some people who are currently threatening to to do a class action lawsuit against Blizzard because uh, WoW Classic is getting DDoSed right now. And they're like, mm. I paid for this. I will get it. And I'm going to sue the guys who have nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's like, I don't think you know how, what a DDoS means. What what even is WoW Classic? Like, wow. Just going back to the old stuff. Yeah, it's vanilla WoW. It's WoW version 1.0. Yep. Now you can pay to play oh. that instead of new WoW. Oh. Yeah. Did you did you like the new kind of good game? Would you like the shitty game 15 years ago? Boom, here it is, baby. Would you like the game we liked before we knew what games were? Well, here, yeah. here's that game. <laughs> we invented Pong, and then Mario, and then World of Warcraft, and yeah. we were still figuring it yeah, out, my Both friend. of those games were vastly more complicated. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, that's what WoW Classic is. People, are, people for a long time, there were all these servers of people who like, call, the one that I played on was called Nostalrius. Where basically you could people find a way to play WoW Classic, Blizzard shut down their servers, but then they hired the guys who made them to make it for them, and now they're charging people to play it. Uh, so you can capitalism at work, baby. And my idea is, hey, just over the next fifteen years, treat WoW Classic like WoW, and then fifteen years from now, they'll be playing the game they're playing now. And yeah. then you can play well, WoW. That's what then you can do WoW Classic Plus, which is the original version one WoW. Yeah. Wow. Wow! Just, just really, really capture the recursion of our art and culture right now. Just everything repeats. Like we're making a fucking Matrix. Uh, another one of those tools is the number one album in the country. It's like it is back on in theaters. Yeah, still haven't seen it yet. Oh man, you haven't well, seen I guess the f- it yet? I mean, I've seen the first one. Yeah, the first that's three. that's great. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I mean that's kind of a big thing about our culture right now is it's a lot of a lot of nostalgia, a lot of um stuff that we're uh I don't know, people are really afraid to do something new and it's like it's kind of upsetting because, you know, they we wouldn't have nostalgia for these things if they weren't new when they came out. So why do you want to just regurgitate that stuff instead of make something else that's new and risky and might not make you a billion dollars, but will make people, you know, happy and will still make you money. Like, I don't know, it's, we're in a weird time, people are like, they don't want to take any bets, they're just like, let's just play the clap, play the hits, and get off stage. <laughs> yeah, like, this week, what do we have? We have Gears of War 5 coming out, uh, uh, Borderlands 3. Charlie's Angels. Oh. Really? Yeah, I actually saw that one. I believe that. The, wait, you saw the it? Trailer. Wait, oh, what? The trailer. The trailer. Oh. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. The trailer. <laughs> I think that's this week. I thought Marcus had like seen a special screening beforehand of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just gonna ask you like, what you thought of it. Man, it's it's been a while since oh, I've wait, seen like, I'm, a free I'm screening. So Charlie's Angels doesn't come out until November. Okay, I'm so wrong. Uh, Never mind. Okay. I thought well, it was but yeah, still what that's about recursion. Back. Yeah, we're things uh, just seem to repeat. Yeah, we're kind of stuck. I think it's hard to get something original out there these days. So, yeah, people are just, you know, let's remake all the Disney movies, but live action, let's remake this, remake that. I mean, even though I love the new Star Wars movies, they're basically just like, oh, let's make more Star Wars, because we know people like Star Wars, so. Let's make 27 Marvel movies. I mean, they're all yes. amazing, and that hadn't been done before. Right. <laughs> and I'm waiting for that box set for all 27 movies. Yes. I'm sure it's going to cost a reasonable price. Oh. <laughs> that I'm going to pay for sure. So absolutely. I mean, what did the Fast and Furious box set cost? Like eighty bucks or something like that for oh my God. all eight movies. When I bought mine, I bought mine when it was just the seven, and I got it for thirty bucks. Okay, Ooh. but uh, Marvel probably has a little more of a stranglehold on its uh, fans. That is true. So they're probably going to charge us a good amount of money, and they'll probably have like different ones, like a Thanos set, like Iron Man set, freaking Captain America set. Yeah. 
Does it bother anybody else that there are some people who think that Thanos had a point? The whole thing, I mean, Thanos did nothing wrong, are <laughs> Or that, like, Thanos was right? I mean, Thanos is insane, so... And we, that's, we, we, that's the end. We live in some insane times. I mean, here's the thing. If, if you don't like to think very much, Thanos' plan probably sounds like it works. It's probably like, oh yeah, just half people, boom, everyone's got more resources. Everybody has double the stuff now. You're good. I'm out. Yeah. And then, but you literally have the hand of God, and you can make more stuff. Exactly. So, so when people hear that, and they're like, "Yeah, I guess that'll work. Fifty percent chance I die. Who cares? That, that's a good idea." So I don't, I don't know. Some people, I feel like they just, like I said, they just didn't think. They're like, "Yeah, fine," and they they stop thinking right there. So I don't know. And there's this there's this line though in Endgame that's always bothered me, and it's where uh, Captain America says that the whales are coming back. Like, whales are, are, are on the rise again. Mm-hmm. And that always read to me as, like, a, like a, a small sort of endorsement of what happened. When did, that, when did that happen in that movie? I remember that moment. When he's talking yeah, to Scarlet... When he's, sorry, when he's talking to, uh, to Black Widow towards the very beginning. Scarlet Witch Johansson, yes. Yes, yeah, Scarlet Witch Johansson <laughs> is there. He, like, he's, like, remember she, she's trying to eat that sandwich and he walks in and he's, like, oh, yeah, talking yeah. about his flight and he saw the whale pods are coming back. Yeah. And... And my thought was, didn't the whales get not wiped out too? Yeah, I mean, it said fifty percent, yeah. so I'm gonna assume I meant fifty. Also, but I guess it didn't because that's the one one hole is like the no, no trees, no plants get taken. Like, yeah, well, yeah but idea? you need plants to support the life, right? Yeah, but there's only half the life now. Yeah, it's mm. half of all living organisms. Yeah, but they're in Wakanda, yeah. and not a single tree disappears. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, and then I think. Uh, there's that thing that happens at home. Oh, what is it? No, it's in Far From Home when they call, they call it being the blip or whatever yeah. and everyone comes back five years later and it's like, oh, there's overcrowding now. And I'm like, you did not make that many more new people in five years. I'm sorry. That's yeah. not, that's not like is, physically possible. This is not overcrowding. This is just how it would have been if the craziest thing of all time <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah. Too many five-year-olds. Yeah. Put them back in their houses, man. They're, they'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, it just I, there's people on the internet who are like, "Oh yeah, Thanos, you know, dude had a point. You know, he was right. We need to Malthusianism, baby. We gotta we gotta reduce the population." And it's like, it's like, no, the the problem is not the population. It's who has the resources and who gets them. You know, I mean, uh, I, we've talked this before. I think I do. I guess I have some slight Malthusian tendencies because I do. <laughs> believe scientifically that there's a maximum amount of people we can support on this earth and it would be best for us if we don't get near that limit so like i said i think that sometimes we should consider having a lot less children not none but a lot less Mm, so you want hunger games no 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 no. i don't want children to kill each other although that would be funny (laughs) Especially, oh, if it was, like, children, children? Yeah, yeah, like, five to ten-year-olds. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> let's have, yeah, okay, I'm down for this now. Um, Alright, let's cut this out of the podcast. Um, <laughs> um, but no, because it's, like, it's like the, I think the carrying capacity, so-called, of the planet for humans is, like, 20 billion people or something like that, right. or 25. We're almost halfway there. Let's stop. <laughs> um, hmm. It's only, I think the population growth is only a problem currently because we have... Uh, so much being used, such a small portion of the population that we could uh, could be used by everybody. You know, it's true. The thing about America, America has like America has like, so much empty space. Just like so much, of this country is not being used to do shit because no one's paying. Yeah. So yeah, it's just interstate. Yeah, but the um, I think. To kind of uh, maybe lead into a, a first topic here, a, a ringing endorsement of Malthusianism is the cost of having a baby in America right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw a tweet today from a, a guy named Dave Mosher who gave a little checklist. It was like, healthy pregnant lady, standard vaginal delivery, no epidural, healthy baby with no extra tests or procedures or anything like that, 48 hours in Mount Sinai, New York City, in the hospital. The cost billed to the mom, $27,015.57. The cost billed to the baby, 
$27,355.46. So, That's insane. You know, a, a, a good almost ha- half of $100,000, a little over half of $100,000, um, just to have a baby. So maybe Malthusiah is right. I'm going to assume that's I think, the guy. Uh, yes. Um... It, it's one of those things where it's like, why the fuck is the baby being billed? Yeah, how is that the first day, the first two, it takes its first step, it's already going to have almost uh, a nice car worth of debt. <laughs> uh, I think it's first breaths, like, jeez. Quick note from Mount Sinai, Sinai Hospital, uh, the baby has no assets, so good luck collecting that bill, yeah. my friends. Dummies? What do you think you're going to get from a baby? A pacifier? Let's not give any ideas. A nice baba? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, just like, oh yeah, just keep take its blanket. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have a blanket. That's the hospital. Also, once, oh, once, it's, uh, once it's gone home and it has its own blanket, no, they're gonna take it. Okay. Imagine that for a second, though. Like, you, you can't pay the bill. We're keeping your baby. Yes, we're gonna hold it here until you can pay. Like a pawn Some shop. Like, yeah, yeah, fine. And we're gonna put it to work too. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be doing blood tests. <laughs> oh, oh dude you know it would be like oh we'll raise your baby for like 18 years put it to work like like mopping or something and then like 20 years from then the new babies would be like oh we're gonna test like medicines on these motherfuckers it's like time for genetic testing baby exactly I'd like this needle and that's how you get super babies <laughs> yeah what if they test so much the babies have superpowers and rise up and destroy the bourgeoisie <laughs> Oh man, that reminds me. Hashtag actually, babies rise um, up. Go ahead. <laughs> quick digression. Uh, we we have a uh, we have a family friend, I guess you could say, um, here who I was just I was hearing about one of their children recently, a full grown, supposedly fully functioning adult. Uh, I say supposedly because they went to Liberty University, so maybe not entirely fully wow, functioning. You are really identifying this person. Um, <laughs> who apparently thought that the, the, the GPS in their car or on their phone, the Google Maps app, uh, cost money to use. And when they said it out loud, I was like, oh, that's stupid. And then I thought, wait a minute, don't give these motherfuckers ideas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does technically <laughs> cost you money if you have like a limited data plan to, right, to yeah. use the data part of it. But you can also use offline maps with Wi-Fi if you have time before you, before you trip. But yeah, exactly. it doesn't cost you like per mile or something to use it. Yeah, and isn't it like in like a lifetime kind of beta state or something? Yeah, apparently. All they're doing is collecting all the data of where we go, and we get to use the app. So, you know, sweet. Um, I was just thinking like, oh, you want to plan a route from here to here? Fine, dollar twenty-five. Hand it over. Oh, I'm sure they'll they'll save that for the uh, automated cars. Oh man. Uh, oh, that also one quick thing about this. Uh, this crazy shit to me is that I was reading this article and I wish I still had it, but I can't find it right now. About how all that data they collect, like where you go and what you buy and what you say, is uh, in effect absolutely worthless. Like everyone pretends it's worth something because it's like it's just like used to sell you stuff. But if you don't buy the stuff, then the data has no value because it's it's worthless. Yeah, what so it's like is that people don't really have a lot of money to buy stuff. So you can advertise all you want to them. If you're not advertising something they're already buying, it's really hard to get a new customer. Basically, a large portion of our of our economy right now is based on believing that we are going to <laughs> that this is going to be valuable someday. Yeah, I mean, we, me and you had a conversation about this the other day. But like every app you use, like every big app, like you know, Facebook, Twitter, Uber, all these apps. All they are based on is a perceived value, a lot of which comes from this data collection and ad um, selling they do, which we are all just believing has some kind of value, and we keep and th- like venture capitalists keep propping it up because if they don't, then they're gonna it's gonna look like the biggest failure in all of money to just keep giving money to something that doesn't doesn't produce anything for you. Um, and that's what they do. They're just, all these apps, like Facebook and Twitter, they don't make any money. They never make any money. The engineers who work there, they get paid salaries, but that money comes from basically nowhere. It's all just like we're just, we're, the economy is built on wishes, essentially. 
Exactly. And it's like a weird. Like WeWork. We talked about them before. Um, They're close to doing their IPO. And uh, I think last year the company was valued at $47 billion. Mm -hmm. And now this year it's worth about $20 billion. And Mm. it's believed their IPO would be significantly below that. So there is some investors are saying maybe you don't have the IPO yet. Maybe 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 make yourselves uh, more valuable somehow when they lose. Go ahead. I'm not the one that thinks that all this IPO and all that is just complete bullshit. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, give, what's the stat you're about to use? I think I heard this. Uh, WeWork loses two hundred thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's like all of our salaries plus so plus a yeah. lot yeah. plus a lot per hour. Yeah, and they are still somehow valued at twenty billion dollars by. I mean, I don't know who's running shit. Fucking Willy Goddamn Wonka. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we talk about how these things are valued at a certain amount. I don't know who's who's doing this value. It's like our it's, our company is kind of like art, where you can just whatever the perceived value is, is what the value is. Like, it's know. like, oh, well, what are your assets worth? WeWork has no fucking assets. They don't build anything. They don't own anything. They rent spaces and then sublet those spaces. Yeah. Their their product is a is a fucking app. Yeah, they, they rent mm. spaces that are super expensive for slightly less so that the companies will use it, and then they lose a lot of money. And I don't know where they make it up at. <laughs> I just don't. It's basically, they're just pissing money down a hole, and I don't know why that's still operating <laughs> like where's where's your where, what is if, if capitalism is so smart if it's supposed to like produce so much fucking value and good shit for us what is the point of a company that doesn't but lose money every single hour i guess that's where's a the, very good question i guess that's the beauty of capitalism man <laughs> i guess that's the end goal Oh man! Be able to completely fail at everything and still, you know, make a lot of money somehow. I think someone has theorized this is all just one big pump and dump for the guy who owns WeWork. Damn, pump and dump! I do that every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just every weekend? Damn, that takes a long time. Yeah. Um, Too busy. Well, like you think. <laughs> Or you think about like Uber and Lyft, which have never once made money, even for a single quarter. Yeah. And it's, it's not possible for them to make money. So why do they exist? What is the efficiency of capitalism there? Beats me, dude. I, yeah. The past couple of years, <laughs> I mean, obviously from this podcast, I don't understand. I don't understand capitalism anymore. I just don't. Like, I don't Uber's see what whole thing is... is. Uber's whole thing is, what if we took a cab, and now you drive the cab, and you make less than a cab driver would make, and you have no security, no benefits, and also you you pay for the car. Yeah, also, you are a car. Also, <laughs> I'm a car. Also, now we're all cars. <laughs> also, this is the Pixar movie Cars. <laughs> <laughs> no! Ka-chow. The um, darkest timeline. <laughs> actually, the darkest the timeline, future. The darkest timeline will be if we were Cars too. I'm sorry, I spoke too soon. Is that the one where Michael Caine plays a secret agent car? Like a James Bondish character? Yes. (laughs) Oh god. I never saw that, just the trailers, and I was like, what are we doing here? What are we doing anymore? I'm gonna steal a line from my one of my favorite podcasts and just put this out there is that Cars Three make oh no. Oh yeah, uh Cars Two makes Cars Three look like Cars One. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh why why i hate that yeah so oh by the way speaking of self-driving cars a thing uber isn't trying to do uh, marcus you mentioned this uh so you know how you've been told for so long that self-driving cars are coming and it's gonna happen and then we're gonna have to like never drive again yep all right right well Apparently, there are some problems with that vision, everybody. Turns out the, the driving is hard, and it requires a lot of fucking thinking to pull off um, that we mostly don't think of. But there's actually... So, so guess what their, their plan now is? If they can't make the cars drive themselves, what, what do you do? Make the roads move. <laughs> <laughs> You're close, Seth. You're halfway there. Wow. Oh, ha- only half? 
Yeah. <laughs> what are they, they are going to make, to make the earth move faster? They are going to make the roads conform to the cars and not to us. Okay. How, what, it says, what's the plan there? The quote here is, uh, quote, Some autonomous car experts are already asking for sidewalks to be basically cages with defined doors open only when the traffic lights are green so the world becomes simple enough for cars un- to, quote, understand. So basically they mean for cars <laughs> not to murder human beings. Is that what they're saying by understand? Is they won't yeah. kill someone in broad daylight? Because apparently that is that is one of the huge problems with automatic cars. It's like, oh, the car can't hit you if you're not there. That's true. Imagine walking in a cramped, walled sidewalk. Oh, to get to your why? weird job. Oh. <laughs> your weird job. Yeah, I'm sure your job was probably like, you work at a damn cannabis suit maker's apartment. Yep, nailed it. They make, you can- they make suits out of cannabis. Oh, no, man. I mean, in, in the future, your job will be you go to a fucking metal box and then you sit down in a chair and you just, you do the fucking captions. You just ensure the captions are correct. <laughs> you just like, you, you get captions and you're like, yep, this guy did it. Fine. Sure, he's not a robot. And you, guess what? You're the robot now, motherfucker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now no captures are accurate. Because we're all robots. By the way, that is not a joke. That is what Amazon does with Mechanical Turk service. Mechanical what? Oh, Mechanical Turk? Mechanical What's Turk. that mean? Uh, the Mechanical Turk was uh, a famous uh, historical automaton. Mm-hmm. It was a, a self-playing chess game, basically, that was taken to, like, kings and shit in, like, the old and ancient times. And it was, like, apparently it was a chess board that could, that could play against you. Uh, but it turns out that it fucking wasn't. There was just a guy in the bottom of the fucking thing in the cabinet who was controlling all the, the chess pieces. No. And could mm. he was the one playing. So it's, like, now we use Mechanical Turk to, like... When you think a robot is doing something, that actually it's a person doing it for, like, shit pay. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mr. History. Um, wow, you asked! <laughs> <laughs> you answered my question, nerd. So wait, what did they... How did they... <laughs> <laughs> um, What's two plus two? Four? Yeah, nerd. Fucking, what are you, a math nerd? <laughs> um, but how did the guy control the pieces? Like, with magnets? He had like a complex series of like levers and pulleys. This was the sixteenth century. This had to be a so. this had to be a big chessboard. Oh no, he was barely crammed in there, man. This dude, this dude worked his ass. I feel like if time. I was a king, I'd be like, "What's what's the? Can I have just the board? What's what's all this shit going <laughs> on under it?" It had like a mechanical guy who stood who like who's like attached to the board. His arms would move and shit to like move the pieces. And there's nope, just some guy, just some guy down there pulling a bunch of fucking <laughs> wires and shit very quickly. How did this not happen in like Shrek? This doesn't what happened in Shrek. More to the point, why does Google literally call their shit the Mechanical Turk program? Yeah, Google or Amazon? I think it's Google. Okay. Um, yeah. Because it's a lot of their cap. It's the captures where you have to like identify every piece of a car in a picture or whatever. Oh my god, those are so fucking annoying. <laughs> But guess what? It's not a robot verifying it. It's some guy in China who's paid 12 cents an hour. Damn. I still don't understand how the... You know how the, the recaptures work? Where you just, it's literally you just press a checkbox and it's like, alright, you're good. Mm-hmm. How, I wonder how those work. How do they verify that you're a robot just from a checkbox? Oh, they, because okay. it, it depends on... It, it's, it's literally just speed. It's... If you don't instantaneously click it, you're not a robot. Wow. So people... But then can't people who are robots just set a timeout on their clicker? Well, you said people who are robots, which is currently not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> people who program, people who have like programmed like bots. Uh, I mean, some people have tried that, but apparently it's like I don't know. They just say it. the thing is, it doesn't work. It's the problem. Like it's the whole point. You, the thing you just described, Seth, is that's why it doesn't work anymore. Okay, cool. <laughs> they still do it though. <laughs> And here we are, tongue hanging out of our mouths, you know, fucking uh, elbow halfway up our, our arm, mind in Idaho, fucking clicking on this button thinking, oh yeah, this is good, this works. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. There's not a robot Maybe. who's gonna destroy me. <laughs> well, currently the robot is controlled by a guy in Nevada somewhere. Yeah. Uh, some Mormon with no fucking blood. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> we got a bad track. Do you think Mormons don't have blood? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Mormons who control drones don't have blood, yes. Okay. I think that they are uh, mm. subhuman. Okay. Um, anyways, though. So yeah, 
great irony naming it the Mechanical Turk program, and uh, the robots are uh, further away than we think. They're coming. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want you to do something with the robot stuff. Yeah. Uh, every day, I, uh, me and my robot buddy, we uh, jack ourselves into the <laughs> fucking the uh, web the webiverse and. Uh, we just pull like ones and zeros out of the sky and rearrange them into a uh, presentable fashion. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes I have to take people on, you know, uh, trips around the cyber void, as I call it. Uh huh. Yeah. Cyber. Void. Yeah. And then every every day when I get done, I unplug myself and go home. Marcus, you don't <laughs> work with robots, do you? Your your job's pretty not automated. It's very not automated. I mean, an oven is a robot, right? It's a very bad robot. Okay. But, you know. It's a very hot <laughs> robot. It bad. It's a hot bot. <laughs> oh, oh, if that's what you're into, Seth, <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but here's, actually, here's a question for you, uh, uh, Marcus. Um, so do you think that robots could do your job? No. Oh, why is that? <laughs> okay, so... Actually, I, I can actually tell you a story. Cause uh, I I, can I just tell you why real quick? It's because Marcus puts a little uh, special sauce on the bagels. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no robot can no do this. No robot can replicate that process. Oh, God. <laughs> Robots can't sweat and scream as much as a man can. <laughs> Give him time. Go ahead, Marcus. Uh, so I worked, I worked at this place where you made uh, vaccines. So... The basics. Wait, hold are, on. Wait a minute. We have to go back. We have to wait, rewind. Wait, wait. Marcus. I said work. This is past tense. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. I get that. Okay. How has uh-huh. this never come up with us? <laughs> oh, you never asked. So. You know what? Good point. Go on. <laughs> so I worked at a place where they make vaccines. And if you know how vaccines are made, you need actual living chicken eggs. So one of our. One of the big jobs i guess is taking the eggs off the rack and putting them in the machine and one of the people was telling me like the only reason we all have these jobs is because the machine they built to make this thing to to do the job of taking them off the rack and putting them in this other machine it was too strong and it was breaking all the eggs wow so so until they design a robot with enough finesse to do that I think my job will be safe at the bakery and at that other place. But do you still work at the vaccine place? No. Are you sure <laughs> no, they were making vaccines, Marcus? Are you sure they I'm weren't absolutely... making, like, mass infections? I mean, to are be you fair, sure the machine kind wasn't, of the same. Are you sure the machine wasn't an incubator to create baby chicks? It definitely wasn't, but it was an incubator. Now, did you see what happened to the eggs after they went into the machine? Yes. What happened to them? <laughs> they were cut open and drained of fluid. Well, shit. <laughs> that does kind of preclude my chick theory. Yep. Yeah. But that could have just been like a, something they displayed on an LCD screen for Marcus to watch. He would not know the difference. <laughs> uh, hey, man. You got me there. Yeah. If they paid me enough, <laughs> I, I really wouldn't care. <laughs> I am just loving the, the, the image I have of Marcus working at his place, which is Marcus in a lab coat with like gloves and the big yep. glasses and a stethoscope. And he's just holding <laughs> up the side egg. <laughs> He's listening to the eggs. Like, oh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, it's ripe. And then it's ripe. Marcus, Marcus goes to the bar that night and some girl's like, oh, what do you do? He's like, baby, I save lives. <laughs> I hate both of you. It's, it's just the phrase that you use, which was you make vaccines. I mean, I wasn't trying to be like super specific. Just, ugh. Oh, but see, I never thought how vaccines got made before. So I'm, I assume they had to get manufactured. I thought it was like I thought it was like Tesla coils and no, uh, it's Marcus. <laughs> it's, it's all me, baby. Marcus, they inject eggs. me with all the diseases. <laughs> they take my blood. Marcus is like filter it. Globetrotter spitting the egg on his finger and like putting it behind his back and under his leg and into the tray. Now I'm just imagining Marcus eating the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
wrong? Of, of course, to, to gain their chicken diseased power. Yes. Marcus, oh, the vaccine's ready. All right, Marcus, swallow this egg. Marcus, Marcus needs, needs a little snack there in production, so he just cracks one in his mouth. Marcus unhinges his jaw and just devours his face. <laughs> we did not use ostrich eggs, thankfully. All right, sure. They're like, Marcus, sure. we gotta test the vaccine. We're gonna give you polio real quick. <laughs> real quick? <laughs> oh, yeah. The polio's working, like, my Marcus, legs have you ever had anymore. SARS before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember how they cured Ebola a little bit ago? I imagine that Marcus was sitting at home and he got a call on his phone. Marcus, we need you to come in. <laughs> One last job. No. Is, is manager like Bill Paxson uh, or something? Yes. <laughs> Marcus flying via helicopter out to the desert somewhere. <laughs> for some reason, he's in uh, Afghanistan. I don't know why. Yeah. This was the vaccine for He's in one of those are. tents with like, the plastic walls and everyone's yes. in hazmat suits. <laughs> and there's just Marcus dressed normally. And Marcus is eating a. <laughs> Like a meatball sub with a white shirt on. <laughs> He's like, I don't even feel oh. any different. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've had a bowl oh, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I hate both of you so much. <laughs> it's like the episode of, of Futurama, I think it was. They're trying to describe why that guy can't die. It's because he has every disease at once. Yeah. Like, they all try to kill him at the same time. Yep. And none of them can. <laughs> oh, that's Marcus. That is Marcus. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry, Marcus. Uh, I'm not. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how this, this whole podcast has just been us talking about dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I have to know, though, what was um, the dress code at the vaccine manufacturing plant? Okay, so you had to... They got you some special shoes. You They were always in the building, covered with, like, paper like booties mm-hmm. so before you actually got on the floor you had to put you had to spray your shoes with bleach mm-hmm. and also put more booties on you also have like uh, scrubs basically scrubs okay. so like that tv show top just like scrubs okay. yeah. the only difference is you had gloves like over the uh over the holes mm-hmm. where you're Hands would be. At the end of the day, did you do like a in your head monologue wind up of what you learned that day? No. Okay. okay. Not, <laughs> no. not a whole lot like scrubs. Okay. You know, Marcus' inner monologue is just static. Fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, also hairnet, uh, beard net, goggles. Well, not, you didn't need that, did you? No beard I mean, net for you. You didn't need the mustache net, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I needed just the mustache. No, I'm net. saying you didn't need that. No, because they looked at it and they were like, they, were, they looked at it and they were like, this doesn't legally constitute as a mustache. Wow. <laughs> Marcus has like you know one of those face masks you, that people like China wear because they're afraid of getting like some kind of disease. Uh, Marcus has the bikini version of that, yeah. which just oh. goes over his upper lip. I don't know why we're going so hard on Marcus today. <laughs> I don't. Really? I don't. Yeah, just, just name this podcast "Fuck Marcus." Day. It, no, it's, no, it's it's just it's just the image of Marcus making the vax. I'm just picturing him with like a syringe. Yeah, just and he's a, he does a thing where he thumps it. Die. <laughs> <laughs> there. It's just a funny image, Marcus, because I I remember you uh. as the guy who. I don't know. Eight sandwiches all the time. I mean, lots of Is people eat sandwiches. that the only thing we've, we've both referenced to Marcus eating sandwiches as if it's something only Marcus does? Well, I just know Marcus. Marcus, no, no. No one eats sandwiches like Marcus. Marcus loves that sandwich. Marcus develops a relationship with that sandwich. And Marcus makes eye contact with the closest person to him while he eats the sandwich. No, I do not. People Marcus, just sat, nope. happen to watch me and I'm like, what are you looking at? Uh-huh. You look directly at me Marcus, when you eat. You give us a dumb <laughs> it wasn't for you, it was for the sandwich, alright? Jeez. <laughs> okay. uh, so you that old adage. <laughs> were, there, were there goggles involved? Yes, you needed goggles. And oh my god, the, the craziest thing about the place was that airflow of certain hallways would like affect everything that's happening. So apparently if something like dropped on the floor and the airflow of, like, one room was wrong, we had to shut down the whole floor and just clean everything. Okay, so Mark, like, seriously. Mark, be honest with me. 
How many times have you let one rip in there? <laughs> a lot more than I should have. Okay, so there's probably a lot of tasted vaccines out there. Wrong, because I found a vent. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait a minute. Somebody yeah. you, went, you went back up to a vent and fart? Marcus, yes. Marcus pressing his entire ass against the vent and To be fair, go. the vent was pretty huge. To like, be fair, my, my ass only took half it. of it. <laughs> that vent was asking for it. Oh my god. Because <sighs> here's the thing. I, I, me and Seth, our dad works in poultry. Uh, like a poultry plant. Mm-hmm. I remember he told me one time that they had to shut the entire plant down because they found chicken poop on the floor mm, yeah. in the room where they kill the chickens. So I oh. thought to myself, wouldn't you often find chicken poop on the floor <laughs> in the room where you kill the chickens? And it's like, yeah, maybe we should have shut it down. I just, it blew my mind. They shut down like this huge plant because they found some poop on the floor and cleaned the whole goddamn place. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Read the jungle. That's weird, man. It is. I'm gonna say that stuff. I'll be honest. I'm not afraid to say it. Stuff's weird. <laughs> and so, Marcus, so now you work in a bakery, right? Now I work at a bakery. Making the secret sauce. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like you make Don't you make cookies for ice cream sandwiches? Something like that. Okay. Oh no, that's what that's what pissed me off one day. We were we we're baking cookies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird <laughs> to get pissed off while you bake cookies. <laughs> yes. No, no. silence. Silence. Uh, So they have me measure these cookies to be the right size Uh and that they look good and all that other stuff. So I've just been doing it for months without questioning anything. One of the one of the managers comes over. He's like, "What's wrong with these cookies?" I was like, "They're the wrong size, and this one's deformed." He's like, "You know what? They they crush these cookies up and put them in the ice cream. What does that matter?" And I'm like, "Are you serious?" Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I uh, I just threw my fucking ruler on the ground and just uh, <laughs> threw my ruler on the ground. Marcus with a ruler. Yes, because they I'm literally measuring the size of these cookies, and I'm just like, oh, all right, this is the size we want. And I had to know, Marcus. Then I hear that. Did they give you the ruler, or did you bring it to work with you? They gave it to me. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm, I'm picturing Marcus with a ruler and a, a protractor, a uh, sextant. Oh yeah. You know the you know, like, a yardstick. You know when you see one of those guys who like, in, like uh, inspects diamonds? I imagine that little like monocle thing they have. <laughs> the jeweler's loop. Yeah, he looks like every <laughs> angle of the cookie to make sure that it's perfect, and then they just fucking start smashing it with a hammer and putting it in ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know this before this Marcus it was going to get crushed I, up? I did it. I had no idea. <laughs> Capitalism, man, that rules. I literally thought these were gonna be like the sandwich parts of the cookie. That's why they needed to be the shape and you know, blah blah blah. That is so <sighs> fucking great, dude. Oh, that's awful. Marcus is the truly the most working class person in this podcast, so and it, Marcus, it rules. Marcus has us beat an amount of jobs. Oh yes. Okay, he, he has all, he has all experience with a bunch of different. Uh, Arms of capitalism. Oh, yeah. And they're all terrible. Yeah. They're all bad. Um, I did want to read, I wanted to point this out real quick. We try not to talk about Trump too much. Uh, but he did say two very funny things today. Uh, one is that, um, Donald Trump said that, uh, Jared, his son-in-law, hasn't been so good for me. And said that Ivanka should have married Tom Brady. Wow. <laughs> that's like an interview that Jared can read. I love how that's, but also he says that as if it was just an option. Like, I mean, she should make Tom Brady. He was on the table. <laughs> yeah, just totally. What, yeah. what could go wrong? Just, just you know, tempt Tom Brady. The first thing you said, Jared, I thought he was going to endorse Subway Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I, I like the sandwiches too. I mean, I don't know. Not that far from from uh, what what's the possibility? To be honest, I know. He also said, and "This is incredible. Prepare yourselves for this." Uh, Trump said that he could defeat the Taliban very easily, but you would lose millions and millions of lives. Wow! Wow! Easy. Totally so, easy, guys. 
Uh, yeah. And he also, um... He also decided to go after, uh, Chrissy Teigen, wife of, uh, John Legend. I heard about he, this. He calls, he called her his filthy mouth wife. Whoa. So, yeah, I, I don't, I, I just, uh, what does he get out of, um... Called oh and then uh, Chrissy Teigen called him a pussy ass bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he's got a he's got a new nickname, uh, President Pussy Ass Bitch. And so yeah, that's that's uh that's what's happened. Our president is literally a child who uh, talks to celebrities and then gets owned. So. But basically, he's trying to decide who should be his successor. I guess. And, you know, Ivanka's always been his favorite. Uh, but it's like, oh, D- Donald Jr. is the natural sort of uh, a guy to move in after him. Which is, I'm not sure if I know much about Donald Jr. He's a total fucking idiot. Like, way more than Trump is. Have you guys seen the picture of the Trump family trying to stand up straight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, and the caption's like, first day of standing class. <laughs> and like, every one of them has a stupid way of standing even Ivanka cannot stand correctly the, the best comment I saw was that Donald <clears throat> Trump stands like a minotaur who doesn't have his front legs and that's just, oh yeah cause he, he, if he, he the way he stands which is with lifted shoes and leaning forward as far as he can go he leans like he's forward doing the, but keeps his legs straight <clears throat> Like he's doing the goddamn Michael Jackson lean. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason he does that and wears those long ties is to cover up the fact that he's fat as hell. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want people to know that he's but fat. we already know. Like, yeah, but he, 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 he doesn't know that we know. He wants to think that we don't know. Open uh, secret. It's kind of like his hair. Everyone knows his hair is fucked up. And we all know he's fat. Like, he can't hide these facts about himself. But he thinks he can. I mean, if I were him, I would just do like William Howard Taft and own it. And go get stuck in your bathtub. Take a picture. <laughs> I'm trying to picture what Trump bathing himself looks like. Oh, that's and not it's pretty rough. No, that's yeah, not. don't don't do that, Pierce. <laughs> it's the worst thing that a human could do. To it's pretty rough, guys. It's not going well for him. Uh, also, this is uh, in we've talked about the funny Trump news. Now we have some bad Trump news, mm-hmm. which is that uh. So, the uh, Bahamas, as we all know, were very badly hit by uh, the hurricane. Hurricane Dorian. Uh, Dorian. Um, they were hit with a Category 5, and it stayed on them for like two days. It was fucking bad. And there's like several, like tens of thousands of people without power. They have no homes. It's all been washed away. Some scientists say that about 10% of the Bahamas is just gone. It's like just been washed away into the ocean, and you can't get it back. And yeah. so... A lot of Bahama Bahamians, I think that's how you, how you say it. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think they're called to, I think they're called Bahama Mamas. Bahama Mamas yeah. are yeah, it's gonna really go well. What I'm about to say um, are trying to come to America to get medical aid and food and shelter and stuff like that. And the ferry, there's actually a ferry that goes from Jamaica to America. Apparently, um, it was basically like all you need to go to America is a Bahamian or Bahama Mamas uh, passport and. For some reason, a printout of your criminal record. I'm not sure why the fuck this was necessary, uh, but they got they wanted it anyways. It's always people showed up to the ferry to leave, and then the ferry people were told by radio that no, no, but no Bahamian people can come unless they have an American passport. So all of these people who were trying to to leave got stranded and were left behind with a ferry at the last minute uh, due to a change in America did not tell anybody about beforehand. Well, shit. So there's a lot of people who are, are young and uh, people who are disabled, people who need, you know, stuff like, like insulin to, to live are currently stranded uh, on the shore and can't get to medical assistance. Um, and it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> For people who listen to this podcast who, you know, don't support Trump, as I'm sure you don't, and you know, understand that we live in very crazy times with this guy as our president. Just remember that there's nothing crazier than the fact that Netflix made a show called Russian Doll, and it's not about Donald <laughs> damn Trump. Going, 
to kill I mean, myself. This is the end of the podcast. It's honestly uh, crazy, though, when you think about it, that they made that show and didn't even think about what they could do with it. Marcus is my last little testament. You can have all my stuff. Isn't this the craziest nice. thing? Though? Oh, man. Because I'm sitting here nothing. I'm watching Netflix. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they made a new show called Russian Doll. I'm like, what is this about Donald Trump? And then... I turn it on and it's not. It's like Groundhog Day. And I'm like, they should just call this Groundhog Day. I'm writing a note. What is going on? Let Seth know that he killed me. <laughs> <laughs> His fault entirely. Yeah. You may as well have pulled the trigger yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You've driven me to this, sir. Oh, God. Uh oh, lighten the mood there. I'm so glad you're pleased with yourself. I'm glad that you that you're laughing at your own joke. I'll say this. So much. I'll say this 100%. There is no one on this earth who can make me laugh more than myself. I'm the funniest person in the world to me. It's it's kind of like your your comment that if you met your clone, you would have sex with them. Of course, I'd have to know. Because who who knows what you like better than yourself? Exactly. I'd have sex with my clone mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Marcus, how do you feel about this? I would not have sex with me. No. Now, why is that? Expound on that. Because I I know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is like, if I had sex with myself, one of us isn't coming out alive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ninety-five percent chance we both die. <laughs> me and Seth are like, we see we see our, our clones, and we're like, oh yeah, this guy, we can get down with this. Marcus is like looking at it like he's praying. Yeah, Marcus <laughs> runs at it with a knife. He's like, no. <laughs> There can only be one! Yeah. We are Highlander. <laughs> the fucking Jet Li movie. Oh god, the, the Jet Li Highlander. Oh man. I, I can do yes. I can totally see that if there was a clone of Marcus, Marcus kills it, and Marcus gains that Marcus's power. Oh, he becomes yeah. twice as big and twice as powerful. <laughs> the quickening. <laughs> <laughs> he become oh, twice man, as tall, because if so Marcus would <laughs> have a field day. Oh man. <laughs> I think that would make Marcus the tallest person in the world. Yeah, to be honest. I'm Marcus, pretty sure. you're like what six three? No, I'm six nine now. That's not true. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You'd be like he had a gross first, and he didn't like know this was a about a month tall. ago. I ate a giraffe, and ooh, I got some of that. Ooh, ooh, you ate a giraffe, Marcus. You shouldn't want just a to little admit bit. that. Just a little bit. They're endangered species, dude. Come on, he'll be okay. He's not dead. I just took off a chunk. That's... Took off a slider. Yeah, just ooh. I like the idea that Marcus is, is stalked down a giraffe and just cut off enough to eat. Just a little flank yeah. cut. <laughs> It'll be fine. Marcus springing out of the bushes with a fucking knife in hand. <laughs> Fork and knife. Gotta hold the stick. Oh, we're going straight for it. Huh? We thought he saw his clone. No. So yeah, he was ready. <laughs> Marcus is basically Quinna from Final Fantasy IX. Like, that's his entire existence. Yeah, I get this reference. <laughs> yes, he's like Quinna from Final Fantasy IX. Christ. I'm pretty sure Marcus gets that reference. That's who matters. I, I do. Sure it was, it was fun. Final Fantasy is basically anime, so. Basically. I'm pretty sure that Final Fantasy is anime. Exactly. I mean, it's Japanese. All Japanese stuff's anime, so. Now, I'm not sure about that. It's true. Like, are Kurosawa movies anime? Anime. Oh, shit. Name Marcus is else. our resident Japanese expert. What do you think? Sushi is anime. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's that's right. Yep. Oh God! Everything Japanese is anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, in my experience, people should we we uh, the topic of of Japan and anime is a bad one for podcasts because we'll start getting emails from people and, and tweets. Oh, I um, want how I want uh, those uh, <laughs> anime avatars on Twitter to come after me. <laughs> Oh man, anime avatars on Twitter, there are basically two kinds of people to have an anime avatar. You are either the ragingest Nazi to have ever lived, just like a complete monster, or you're a fucking Stalin-worshipping tanky. That's the only two flavors yeah. of fucking Both of which have never avatars. talked to an actual person in real life. No, probably not. It's just crazy how I, I get. Hey, you know what? We gotta give it to it. Anime bridges gaps. I actually use anime girls as my pictures on PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Notice this because uh, it used to bother one of my old roommates, so I just, I just kept the tradition <laughs> alive. So I, I just uh, I use weird anime girls as my pictures. 
did he have some kind of like mimetic kill word in his head that made him have a seizure when he saw an anime girl? No, it was that we would play Star Wars uh, Battlefront, the first one on PlayStation, and mm-hmm. he was like really good at it. And if you're good, then at the end of the game, it shows like your picture. But he was playing mm-hmm. on my PlayStation. So, <laughs> so, and then every time, and like sometimes he wouldn't meet, like sometimes people's pictures would come out and they'd be anime girls. And he'd be like, that's so mm-hmm. stupid. People would put their anime girl pictures. So then I changed mine to an anime girl. So every time he, he, he did good, he didn't see it. <laughs> oh, that's a classic Seth move. Yes, and I still do it to this day. That reminds me about uh, <laughs> um, back in the day, uh, Halo Two, especially on like LAN, you could change your name to uh, to various stuff and mm-hmm. basically anything. And my favorite one was someone in our dorm in our freshman year of college changed their name to a big black dildo, <laughs> and. Classic. Whenever someone killed you the melee, the the message text was X uh, beat you down, or you were beaten down by X. So it was you were beaten down by a big black dildo. <laughs> wow. You had really been there about twelve years ago. If that'd be funny. Halo, Halo me, Two. What, what happened? Halo Two. When did that come out? Like nineteen eighty five. Okay. All um, right. Um, sorry, I only played sure. Minecraft. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know any other games. Seth is over here, like making this joke. Only playing Minecraft. Behind him, there's a fucking zoomer uh, who has never seen anything but the, sc- the screen for Fortnite. Who's yeah. getting ready to fucking strangle you? And they're like, they're they're literally like, there are other video games. <laughs> Although this was the one. No man, it's just it's just Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Marcus, you gonna play Fortnite? Yes, he bought. We talked about this. He bought the he bought I did. Fortnite. I bought I bought the game game, but I don't play the free version. Wow, wait, wait, wait. So you play the version of Fortnite that no one plays. Yeah. yeah. They literally released a stat last month that said, we've only found one person who played it, and his name was Markley Barkley. <laughs> and but that's a lie. And we, and we were like, wow, I guess this one guy wanted to spend 40 bucks. Cool. Oh, good. Bye. Uh, I just, uh, Marcus, I gotta say, that's the most Marcus thing I've heard so far. Yeah. Is that you bought a free game to play the mode that just about killed the game and do not play the mode that everyone in the fucking world plays for some reason. Yeah. Credit man, you you are you. You are uh, yeah, you are you are Marcus. He he uh, marches to the the beat of his own drummer. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he said. The number of times I've seen Marcus walking around with headphones that are plugged into nothing, I have to I have to wonder what that beat sounds like, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> This play, he's making it up as it goes. Marcus is over here fucking making vaccines and bagels and being like just just saving the fucking world one one day at a time. He's basically a polymath. Yeah, he's he's a multi. What can't Marcus do? He's a multi hyphenate. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking baker slash vaccine maker slash oh, wait, podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. All right. Yeah. Hot beat maker. Oh shit! Yeah. Hot steak maker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that you said steak? I thought of like a wooden steak and not like a meat steak. No, I said <laughs> I said stink. Oh, hot, hot steak maker. maker. Well, no. I'm way off. Yeah, he makes man, Marcus. I, I just I imagine that in that vent, Marcus was farting. Oh, I just know. some kind of like. <laughs> I imagine it pipes up to like someone one of the offices upstairs, and then I got honk himself like a week into working there. No, dude, I imagine there's like a fourth dimensional like fungus growing in there now, just something intersecting from a different universe. Yeah, like, some in my Marcus is stink. Yeah, like if you ate it, you'd wake up inside out. Like, <laughs> oh. oh god. Well, we, I think that's the podcast. We love we you, talk about shit. You love Marcus. I, I can tell. We love you. I can tell. <laughs> Mark, we, we survived as long as we did without Marcus. I'm not sure how we did, uh, but now we need Marcus I don't know what we talked about before Marcus got here, honestly. <laughs> Probably, like, smart stuff, I yeah, think. No offense. Yeah. Who needs that? Did we talk about Mark- anything today? Not really. <laughs> we did it. We literally did No. <laughs> but hey. That's why we're the Illinials. Uh, just been bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyways... So that was Elino's podcast. Uh, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh, I'm Seth. You can find me on Letterboxd at Kanazeras, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. And I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And? 
I already did it at the yep. beginning of the podcast, boy. Oh, We're you done said, here. You said it then. Okay, okay. People might have forgotten. Marcus does the art for the show. Um, our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He has uh, been a former guest on the show, especially on our movie reviews, so you can check those out. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and the both from the South. So if that sounds interesting to you, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't get under it. Fuck Tom Brady and the movie First Reformed. Uh, sandwiches are life, bro. We've, we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the end of those podcasts, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.